Hi everyone, this is Kevin Smith. And Brian Belter. And Liz Belter. We got Liz back on the podcast with us today. Welcome back. Thanks. Well, we're in our uh, second to last day of the podcast. Pretty exciting, and we're going to have Liz read for us today. uh, Chapter 34, verse 29 through 35. When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand as he came down from the mountain... Moses did not know that the skin of his face shone because he had been talking with God. Aaron and all the people of Israel saw Moses, and behold, the skin of his face shone, and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them, and Aaron and all the leaders of the congregation returned to him, and Moses talked with them. Afterward, all the people of Israel came near, and he commanded them all that the Lord had spoken with him in Mount Sinai. And when Moses had finished speaking with them, he put a veil over his face. Whenever Moses went in before the Lord to speak with him, he would remove the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the people of Israel what he was commanded, the people of Israel would see the face of Moses, that the skin of Moses' face was shining. And Moses would put the veil over his face again until he went in to speak with him. Well, thank you for that reading, Liz. That's a really cool passage. And honestly, like, we were discussing which ones we needed to throw in here because despite us having a very lengthy period of time to do these podcast episodes, we still, you know, Exodus is huge. It's a long uh, book of the Bible. Yeah, we already kind of uh, passed over a little bit of the instructions that the Lord was giving to Moses on how to build the tabernacle, how to build the the lamp stand, how to build the table, all this stuff that's mentioned about the tabernacle and the different vestments and pieces that are supposed to go in it. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, we're going to skip a little bit of the building of that here coming up too. But like Kevin said, Exodus is a, a book that's just chock full of information. And even though we had, what, 28, 30 episodes of this podcast? Easily. It was, it was kind of difficult to fit it all in. But we uh, specifically chose this section because, again, we thought it was a really neat story about how the glory of God can truly change someone and actually change their physical appearance as well. Do you think in our lives, when we become closer to the word, closer to God, like that we physically change? Do you think that's possible? I definitely think More it is. More like, you know how you always talk about, you know, work on your insides first and your outsides will kind of match? You know, we're, we always talk about carrying yourself as a as a Christian. Yeah. And people will know yeah. Christ through you and yeah. how you <clears throat> act and how you behave and it might you know actually come down to appearance too. I'm sure that as we become more comfortable with the word and we become more knowledgeable and the Holy Spirit is with us and our faith grows, I'm sure that we carry ourselves differently. We might not, you know, come out of our house with our face shining so bright that people can't even look at us. Well, people can't look at me sometimes for other reasons. Get out of here. <laughs> but but I'm sure that our physical appearance does change. You know, we might walk a little taller and, and, and look a little more secure with, with who we are and, and what our faith brings us. Well, and if you think about it, that measure of peace that knowing you've obtained salvation through Jesus, I mean, it's it's going to soften your features. And I don't know, It's it might sound a little hokey, but I could definitely see it. Yeah, it's an interesting question, and I think that 
we gave a good answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best three people who really kind of don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you, <laughs> you get three. You get three folks together that are marginally educated on the scripture, and that's, that's what and that's what we come up with. So, there's your answer, Liz. I know. Sometimes my questions and thoughts are a little, little off the wall, a little. That's why we have you, so that but, we, we can freshen this up a little bit. And that literally just came to me just right then. Like, yeah. Well, let's get back to Moses. Yeah. So, so the glory of his face was, it was so incredible and alarming that he chose to wear a veil to not frighten his fellow people. Even the person that knew him the best, Aaron, when Moses first emerges and he has this shining face of glory, uh, from the glory of God, it frightens him. He can't handle it. Aaron, rather, is frightened by Moses and he can't handle it. Yeah, it even says they were afraid to come near him. So I guess for that, you know, that whatever period of time that was after he saw the Lord, he had to wear that veil. I mean, we don't know the exact length of that. Kevin even looked up some additional information to try and figure that out. It wasn't, he didn't wear a veil full time. Yeah, I think that they, uh, it's, it's inferred that it fades after a period of time because Moses didn't continue. They don't mention the veil uh, for the rest of his leadership of the people that's a powerful story to make it in, and I completely understand why that was touched upon. I mean, the idea that Moses spent that much time near the glory of God and it physically transfigured his face. It's interesting you said transfigured, because that kind of leads us to that New Testament parallel we're always looking for, as Liz smacks her head, because it <laughs> seemed like Kevin and I coordinated that. <laughs> it's <laughs> like you're in each other's brains. <laughs> After this amount of time on the podcast. Yeah, together. we kind of are. We're finishing each other's... Sandwiches. No, no, no. Sentences, Kevin. Ah, uh, well... Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, so we're talking... We see this, and it kind of reminds us of the transfiguration of Christ, you know? Uh, another story in which Moses is involved in. You know, he and Elijah come to that mountaintop where Peter, or uh, I said Peter because he's there, where Jesus is with his uh, disciples there, and we see that the glory of God shone upon Jesus, and that physical appearance, you know, the brilliant white of the transfiguration of Christ, you know, that's kind of similar here, that when the, the glory of God is shown to someone, even someone who is fully God and fully man as Christ is, it, it changes them, well, just as it changed Moses here. Is even more of a New Testament tie-in because Moses himself was there mm-hmm. on that mount with Jesus, his disciples, and Elijah was there as well. I mean, and the, and God spoke from the heavens and declared Jesus to be His Son. Hey, that's a powerful moment in the New Testament that is directly parallel. So once again, we're remo- reminded that Moses, uh, while being his own separate um, prophet and leader of the Israelites, and you know his own. Uh, man of God is pointing towards Christ at all times and showing us who Christ is and what is to come uh, for the future of God's people. And it's at this moment that they're really preparing to build the items that God instructed Moses uh, to build and they're going to be leaving Mount Sinai and continuing their journey which I believe will last another 40 years yeah, all of this that's taken place in the Exodus so far is not years and years and years from the time they left Egypt. I mean, we're talking some months here. I mean, Moses obviously spent 40 days on the mountain, but the people pretty much came from Egypt, crossed the Red Sea, camped a couple of different places. I mean, we have the stories of the water from the rock and that, and a couple of places that they stayed. 
But they pretty much made a, a straight line over to Mount Sinai where they've been for these 40 days. And now they've got a couple decades, a few decades to wander their way towards the promised land. So this just kind of goes to show me that I kind of need to read my Bible a little more um, in the Gospels, I'm guessing, where the you know trans- transfiguration story actually occurs with Jesus. Because I know that it happened, but I don't think I've ever really dived into it very much of what actually happened. I didn't remember that Peter, James, John go up on this mountain and then we see Moses and Elijah again. Um, and we hear God from heaven again. Yeah, I, I don't recall that in my brain of ever. It's a, it's a short message or short story found in, you know, the three God, three synoptic gospels there, which again, it's Matthew, Mark, and Luke. It's found in all three of those gospels. And, you know, it just tells that story of God with his full glory upon Jesus. And again, the disciples were afraid. They were terrified and they hid their faces because again, it's the glory of God and it, and it just shocks and awes human beings. And Christ has transfigured his face glowed. His clothes turned to white, bright, brilliant white. And the, you know, disciples shirked away in fear. Jesus comes over and reassures them and they look up and the events over the glow. And that was it. But it was still an amazing thing. And it, again, it's a direct parallel to this story, you know? Yeah, it's almost word for word, almost. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, even down to the point where the disciples are fearful and hide themselves. Uh-huh. Uh, the way that the people were fearful of Moses' transfigured face. And Moses calls them and said, come come here to me, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's okay. And again, that it mirrors Christ again, too. Yeah, it is okay, that's what he says. And, and lifts them up. But then they're able to look upon Christ. Mm-hmm. Just as you know, they're able to look upon Moses again. You know, he covers his face to put them at ease. Uh, or Moses, again, being an archetype of Christ. But Christ does an even better job at it. Because, well, sure. you know, the people, the disciples no longer need to hide, you know, from Jesus. And he doesn't need to cover his face because he is that pure God and pure man. Well, I mean, I would have to say that Jesus' humanity is his veil. Hmm. That's a Wisdom. quote. That's, Wise a quote. Words That's the quote Kevin of the day, Smith. right there. <laughs> well, again, we end on the gospel, which is where we should always look and where we should always finish the story here in Exodus. We do uh, want to remind you, though, as we wrap up about the Holy Week services that we have at Holy Cross. We do have a Monday Thursday service that is on Thursday, uh, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. And then we have our Good Friday service on Friday this week. Uh, We will also have that at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. This weekend, a little bit of a difference. We don't have services on Saturday, but we will have our Easter services at 6 a.m., 8 a.m., 9.30 a.m., and 11 a.m. And then during our Easter Sunday, there will be a chance for you to enjoy some breakfast put on by our youth uh, from 7 a.m., to 10:45 a.m. They're going to have a lot of good food. They always put on a good a good spread for everybody. And the best part is that all the proceeds from that breakfast do go towards sending our youth to the national youth gathering. Yeah, and that'll be a free will offering. I'm really excited for the breakfast. I love breakfast. Yep. <laughs> a good plethora of breakfast foods is always a good way to kick off a Sunday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so please come join us for those holy work services, especially Easter, and join us for that amazing breakfast with our youth.
As we round out our podcast today, we'd like to ask you to join us in a short prayer. Thank you, dear Lord, for bringing us together for this wild ride of a podcast. It's truly been a wonderful, wonderful experience. There's been many mentions throughout of it just enhancing our understanding of Exodus and the Bible in general. What greater blessing could there be having a way for us to become even closer to you through our studies? Lord, daily we may find ourselves fearful, uh, like your people when they looked upon the face of Moses, and fearful of your wrath that is wholly deserved. But thankfully, we find ourselves transfigured in Christ. His sacrifice saves us from our sins and from the deserved wrath of God, and we can certainly look upon your Son as true salvation. Lord, we come to you in prayer. Amen. Amen. And thank you for joining us today. And just a reminder, all scripture readings and references do come from the English Standard Version of the Bible. Thank you. God bless. Well, thank you for that awesome reading, Brian. I, It's just a really cool... Stop. I read. That's right. <laughs> I know that we look a little bit alike, but my voice is slightly higher pitched than hers. So no thank you, Brian. No thanks to you, sir. All right.